Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Stone Mountain 64. This is the Fireside Gaming Podcast. It's currently May 31st, 2019. A couple changes that I've been thinking a lot through, and I think at the front of the last episode we even talked about this, but going forwards, the plan for this in the future is going to be doing every other week. So next episode is currently going to be planned for June 14th. We may throw a couple more in here and there, but I want it to be something where we can prep a lot more stuff, be ready for it, um, and have my content manager help prep some stuff too, so we'll have plenty to talk about, some fun stuff. Plus, I want to start bringing on some more guests, which we did a little bit of in the past, and I think we can help curate and make this overall podcast continue to expand, continue to be better. One of the cooler things, more on a personal side for me, is this week I've started going to the gym with a personal trainer. I've been wanting to do it, not do this actually forever. I didn't want to do it at all, but my wife has been doing it for a while and amongst everything else that's been going on, I wanted to get back into it, so I started it. Just did the first week complete today. I finished it. Nearly like passed out in the middle of it today. It was a rough one, but hell, still was good. Getting back into it, and my energy feels really good, which, you know, like I just feel like I have more energy. I'm ready for the day, which is good. Now, next month might be a different story. I might be hating it all. That was some of the comments that I read for people when I posted on Twitter that I was doing this. They're like, oh man, you're going to be regretting that one. But uh, we'll see how it goes. It's been pretty good so far. This week, though, we had a ton of new stuff. Uh, you know, we just did the podcast last week, but I, we had to do it this week too. There's just so much new stuff. First thing, Apex Season 2. Apex was literally like, it was nonstop blowing up when it first came out. It's really been diving Hard lately. I know a lot of people have lost interest in it. I'm still loving the game though. And I, I think it's because I'm just I kind of got over a lot of the quick FPS respawning, which we'll actually talk a little bit more about that later on. Uh with some exciting news. But I just have been loving Battle Royales. And we actually went back and played Battlefields Battle Royale this week and the problem with it, at least on PC, is that you couldn't we can't really get games with it. It's super Super slow. Uh, and there's obviously no reses. There's a lot of things. So in terms of the stream, it's a little bit more difficult to make some of that, you know, really, really fun, I think. Uh, uh, but Apex is nice and quick. It's good. I love it. And it's been a lot of fun. This week, though, they announced Season 2 teaser announcement. They didn't give us any real specific details. I think June 8th or something is going to be when we're going to get some more of that. And we'll try and dive in back on the podcast on that, too when we do get some more details. Well, of course, we'll talk about it on stream. And I'll actually have a little bit more of a video talking about this uploaded on Sunday, I believe it's going to be. So keep an eye out for that on my Facebook as well as my main YouTube channel. But we could talk about some of this too. That was my kind of my live reaction from the stream as well. But the biggest thing is that they're actually adding a limited time mode. This is one of the things that I've I talked about this too, actually. I made a full top 10 things that I want to see in Season 2 change for Apex Legends. They they announced they are doing a limited time mode, but the limited time mode is not quite as promising as what I was hoping it would be. It's good. I, I like the direction it's going. I think there's still so much left on the table here. It's just ridiculous. We were going through like a million things in the stream yesterday. I was literally like... Solo mode, an ape like imagine a Pathfinder only mode, where everybody's just even if it's a if it's a squad thing, everybody's playing Pathfinder, shooting zip lines everywhere, or a six man mode, right? You have six people 
on your team rather than just three. Imagine the combinations you could do with the Gibraltar, throwing that thing, throwing the ult down and maybe getting a full six-man team kill. Could you imagine the dreaminess of that? It'd be incredible. Toxic gas everywhere. You're getting more combos in bunker. Two teams trying to go, but that would be It'd be insane. There's a ton of cool things they could do with that. The limited time mode that they're introducing, though, is actually going to kind of hit two birds with one stone, right? This is going to be a limited time mode. It's only going to be here for two weeks. Plus, it is going to be a more competitive type mode, which kind of hits the ranked or the competitive feel that a lot of people are really looking for with this game. That is going to be an elite queue, which is like the people that are in the top five. If you place in the... This is how I understood it from reading it, at least. If you place in top five... You can now queue into a separate playlist. That is the Elite queue. You only get one queue into it, though, for that top five placement. So you go in, you play in that. If you place top five in that queue, in or you know in the Apex Elite queue, you can continue on playing there. But if you lose, you have to go back to the general population. Now, my biggest concern with this is there might not be enough incentive to actually go play that. While it'll be fun to have a little bit more of a challenge and to say, hey, I won in this queue, there has to be something on screen that's like, hey, this is, I'm in this queue, to be obvious to people that are either watching or if you're playing. Like, there needs to be something obvious that you're playing in this elite queue. Something needs to be a little different. Uh, and they're also adding challenges to this. Now, they didn't say how these challenges are going to be implemented, but one thing they could maybe, they might do, is what if the queue... Like, one of the challenges is to win a game in the Elite queue, and you get a legendary skin for that. That would be crazy. That would be incentive to play it. But it also makes it so if all these people that are theoretically, quote-unquote, the best, who are placing top five, and this is a bigger, a bigger topic, right, that goes into Fortnite Battle Royale, any game that wants to be a competitive Battle Royale, how do you balance this? This is Apex's take of what they're doing on it. They're doing, okay, the top five go in there. And this isn't necessarily their full competitive mode, but just their first take that they're doing. The thing is, that's going to bring, theoretically, a lot of the better players into this queue if they're placing top five, if they're winning these games. And now you're in a point where the general population is just a bunch of people that can't place top five. <laughs> so maybe that's going to be an easier game. Now, you're not going to always be in that top five queue, but maybe it takes some of those really good players out of the, the pool of play because they're only playing in the elite queue and now you've got people and maybe that's something where we just want to go in and just see if we can get a top 20 maybe that'll be more feasible now because maybe these newer players will all be in there but maybe that brings people out of the top five key so i don't know how it's really gonna go uh, they're also gonna be doing double xp weekend and um this like they have this season thing that's gonna be going on prior to the next season actually launching it's a two week of part of this two week event is they're gonna have skins in the store if you have the season pass, you get a, a Wraith skin. Uh, if you're level 15, you get a 301 skin. Some of the stuff looks pretty cool, but I, I'm kind of in wait-and-see mode for it because they need to do a lot with Season 2. And But the skins that they are putting there is a good indicator that they're actually taking steps to make cooler stuff into the game. All of the Season 1 pass, I've talked about this multiple times, was a big disappointment for me. Like, the the look, I didn't feel... Ins I didn't even check what level I was until I was level 90. I just didn't even care. I never tried to play the characters to play the specific. I just would play the game as regular. Um, and like the rewards that you were getting, it was it was a mess. So they've already announced, there was a bunch of other things that they talked about it too, but those are really the high high level things. Um, and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. The other huge thing though this week was Modern Warfare. Now, 
Call of Duty announced a new game, Modern Warfare. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, literally. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Modern Warfare trailer. From GameSpot. I'll just play this in the background here. If you are watching the video version, that's on my second channel, Stone Mountain Plays. And you can always just look it up yourself as well. But this is like, it was just, you know, to hype up the game. The thing is, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, I believe, was the first Modern Warfare game. And then it went to Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. And that was years ago. So this is kind of their soft reboot. I was under the impression, I think I even talked about this before, I was, I was wrong. I thought that they were not doing a Call of Duty this year, and that in 2020, Treyarch, who did Black Ops 4, which was the most recent one, is going to be back with their new one. That's what I thought was happening, but they're apparently this year doing this soft reboot to the Modern Warfare series, and rather than calling it Modern Warfare 4... They're just going to call it Modern Warfare, and it's they're probably going to do some different take with it. Who knows what they're going to do? We, this is literally, we've seen like a cinematic trailer. That's pretty much it. It looks pretty badass. I think this is one thing that I've really been excited for is another modern shooter game. And one of the bigger things, which we'll talk get even more deep on, is that this is actually going to be a cross-platform game. They announced in a, or at least... We, I think it was an article from Verge or somewhere. We read the article on stream yesterday. I'd have to pull it back up. But they were saying that the game is going to be cross-platform between PC, Xbox, and PlayStation, which is a huge shift. And this is what I was expecting to see with E3 this year and all of these games being announced. I'm expecting to see them dropping more games that are cross-play, like we've seen with Dauntless, which was a recent one that came out. Like, I think this is just the direction that this is going to go now. Um, and I actually, I was looking back at this old video. Listen to this. Yeah, Moab, baby. That's how I roll. Boom, get in it. <laughs> the uh, MP7 here, hammer scope. Second half of the game. That sound familiar there? That's a wee young Stone Mountain 64 back in 2012, January. So that was a long-ass time ago, but... Um, this is from Modern Warfare 3. I didn't even realize how old Modern Warfare 3 was. <laughs> uh, this is when I was playing on console, but this is a Moab gameplay. I'm just going to let it run in the background, but this is when I got, which is basically like if you play the tactical nuke, you get 25 kills in one game without dying. Uh, in Modern Warfare 3, it was the same thing, but it didn't end the game. It just like killed everybody on the enemy team. It was a huge, it was a huge thing. It was a ton of fun. Uh, but anyways, I'm kind of excited, you know, the Modern Warfare series was one of my favorites, it's kind of one of the areas where I started to really get some traction on my channel, uh, when I was first creating content, and if they're making everything cross-play between PC, and now, I don't know how the cross-play feature is going to work, we've talked about this a lot too, but if it is something where it's going to just throw you in with a bunch of other people, then that might be bad, and versus if it's something where it's like an actual you're only going to play crossplay if you're playing crossplay. I don't know how it's going to go. We'll we'll have to wait to see, but uh, it's got me really interested. Now, this kind of goes back to, though, the respawn shooter. I have not really been super interested in the respawn shooters as much. Like, they're fun to practice on. They're fun to figure out, and maybe by the time this is out, I'll be itching for another one, but I've really just been personally enjoying the Battle Royales just because of the additional stress that the game comes with. Now, they didn't announce yet if this game will have a Battle Royale feature in it. We don't know that. They could introduce it. Actually, with the last Call of Duty, the one that came out last year, they had 
a full battle royale in it that has been supported even. They've dropped new maps and everything for it. And the other big thing with this is they're, they said that they're not going to do a season pass, which is a huge shift for Call of Duty specifically. This is something we've already seen Battlefield change away from is the the incorporation of battle of season pass or premium, it was called in Battlefield. They said, we're not going to do that. We're just going to give you the maps for free so it keeps the player base together. That is literally like, it's one of the biggest complaints. It's one of the biggest frustrations. They're making so everybody can play together. And I think this is like Fortnite paving the way. First of all, they did it for free. And they made it so everybody could play together. There's no DLC. It's cross-play. Like, that was one of the things that, that was one of the factors that's like, eh, is it really that big of a deal? You know, I just play with my buddies on Xbox. and I. But for the bigger scope of things, it really is. And uh, it, it could be, it could, it could be a, a new industry standard at this point if they're starting to do that, especially with some of the more competition with other platforms like Stadia and such coming. Like, it, it ugh, dude, it could be really big, and I'm hoping that it is. I'm hoping that it's something that becomes more standard. It's just the competition, and what's even crazier to me too. I was thinking about this the other day. It's, it's kind of crazy that games are needing to decrease or become free decrease price or become free like uh, that's the games that are going to be like dauntless that came out it had to be a free game we, we're not even paying them anything for the game that they're making and that you're going to spend like maybe like i spent hundreds of hours in some of these games that's like versus a movie or something where you're spending like 15 bucks for a two-hour thing like you get a lot of value out of games so, uh, I, I don't know. At least some people do. It depends, I guess, on the game that you play and how much. But, man, the competition is getting so crazy out there that literally they're having to drop prices to be free if it wants to be a, a really competitive game. It's kind of it's great for us as consumers, though, you know, that are playing the games. But it's got to be difficult to deal with all of that as of right now. Um but yeah, that's kind of the the biggest thing is with the with Call of Duty. I, I think this this might be it, and we're not necessarily getting anything new from Battlefield. I mean, they did say they're going to be doing some new maps and things like that. Uh, we did see one of them. You know, they're going to be talking about Battlefield. There's a new Star Wars game. We saw uh, the trailer. I think we saw like a little screenshot of it. Not not anything of in game or anything, but just like you know. A lightsaber or whatever but we'll be hearing more about that which is a single player game from respawn that's probably the thing i'm most interested in from ea this uh ea play e3 as well as um you know the modern warfare i think e3 plus for ubisoft is going to be i feel like they're going to be dropping a battle royale game going back to what i was saying like they don't have any any footprint into space they don't have anything there so it's like uh, what are they gonna what are they doing? Anyways, um that was pretty much the big the big things I wanted to hit. So let's get into some questions, shall we? I'm gonna go back through the chat. We also had a bunch of questions from the audience via the post prior to going out. This is a good video. And then I go this goes into my and we are live. Look at this video's got ninety two likes on it, guys. Old school days, you know? Old school days. That was a good uh good video. Oh, side note though, before we get into that. I did get a new editing team too now, which has been really interesting. Uh, it's been a, it's been a learning curve, but it's coming together and it's been good. I'm trying to really step up my stream content on my main channel, 
as well as the top plays, as well as the YOLOs, which will be coming. We're going to have some more of those. Throwing those in, keeping it spicy, and some occasional uh, other videos on the main channel. The second channel, we're doing more full game plays, which have been just bonkers good lately. I'm also, this is where I'm putting the podcast up. Um, I've really been just enjoying Apex enough to where I'm kind of just doubling down on it right now, and I've been, I'm just excited. I'm just excited for the next season. I really am. Plus, with everything else that I'm hoping we hear announced at E3, if you guys see any great stuff, tweet it to me, please. Uh, and we'll do that. Plus, on my Facebook page, I'm putting kind of all of it together in a nice little tasty format on the Facebook channel. <clears throat> Instagram, I've got some clips going up. So I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how I can best deliver all this stuff for you guys and really step everything up. Um, oh yeah, but speaking of YouTube too, they did. I don't think I. I don't think this is really that big of a deal, but we'll see. We'll see. The YouTube gaming app is completely shutting down. They're changing YouTube to youtube.com slash gaming. That's the new homepage rather than, I think it was gaming.youtube.com. And you could also, they had a separate dedicated app. Did a chat, did any of you guys use the Facebook gaming app? Personally, I never use it. I only use like the subscriptions and the standard stuff. But I was going through this and it's actually kind of crazy to see how big mobile gaming was on this. A lot of the streams and stuff that were actually here, like I, I was just interested as so I was going through it. You can select it by live stream, I believe. Mm, although I'm not seeing it. Oh, top live games. Yeah, PUBG Mobile. Right now, as I'm recording this, 78,000 people currently watching PUBG Mobile. Uh, 66K watching regular PUBG, but... If you go to the regular PUBG, like half of them are just PUBG Mobile. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand it. Um, but also half of them are not even in English. So I don't know how to like just limit it. So I'm hoping they make more improvements to it, to the gaming tab. And, you know, I, I'm obviously pretty involved in gaming in general. Maybe my podcast will even show up there one day. <laughs> nope, don't use it. Uh, there's a Facebook gaming app. No, there's not really a Facebook gaming app, although they are making updates. If you're using Facebook in a specific way, like if you are watching streams on Facebook, then you'll get a separate tab on your Facebook page. It's, uh, or on your Facebook app rather. So like if you look at mine here, there's a separate button at the bottom of the feed that is for gaming. And so if you click that, then it'll show you a feed of only gaming content, which I love. This is what I probably use more than anything. That's something I actually use because it's integrated into the into the app. But I still think that needs a lot of work too. So hopefully they keep making improvements there. But this is just a big change on the YouTube side. Anyways, let's get into some questions here. Let me see. Uh, <clears throat> see what we got here. Ian Horn, Ian H said, uh, how do you feel the hype of new games is these days? I feel like they shouldn't hype games so early, maybe five to six months ahead of time. This one to two years of hype time for games is insane. This specifically, the first thing that comes to my mind with this, Ian, is Anthem. Like, I think it was a year and a half, two years ahead of it. We saw, which they had been, I think they had been in development of that game for like five years or something. And then it was like they posted it because I, I remember I read some articles about this too from people interviewing the development team and those types of things. But 
they showed like a teaser for it at E3. I think it was in 2016. I'm pretty sure it was E3 2016. And then, I don't know, like their development cycle was really poor. Like they just waited till the end for so many things. The development just did not come along very well. And then it's like, well, we were hyped for a long time. And then it was just like, eh. And then obviously the biggest contrast is something that just shocked the world early this year was Apex's launch, which is the game we've been talking about a lot, where they literally... They announced that game the day that it launched. They said, hey, it's Monday. Guess what? We've got a new game. Bam. Here it is. Go play it. Go download it. Go see if you like it or not. The thing is, I think a lot of games don't have that much power to them. Battle Royales are the biggest category right now, um, specifically Fortnite, right? And so you're dropping a free game, Fortnite, EA's launch into the battle royale space like all of these things came together plus there was a so much backlash of like anthem and some of these other games star wars battlefront 2 lately that they didn't want to this is what i had read from one of the lead developers or one of the lead guys on apex basically was saying like we didn't want to put out apex and tell everybody hey we're creating a new game that's going to have loot boxes in it that is going to be a battle royale and then for five, six months or whatever, you know, you tell them early and then for five, six months, it's like, um, yeah, like it's already going to get negative press because of all the previous associations. They just wanted to go out. I think that's a pretty rare thing to be able to just do that. Now, could be wrong. We'll see. E3 is literally just around the corner. We're another week away from it. And we're going to be able to see what's coming. I think that a lot of games are going to keep in that format. This is how it's been for ages right they announce all their stuff at e3 they show a couple demos a few months later they show a little bit more a little bit later after that and then it ends up launching towards the end of the year that's a pretty standard format so people know what's going to be coming what to be hyped for i don't think it's really all that bad in general so i'm kind of okay with it i i think it's okay i mean i'm kind of hyped i like the i like the lead up like for wow classic that's coming i'm excited for it you know uh, Adam S. asks, who told you it's acceptable to put jam on crumpets? Dude, this has been a whole debate. I just, I just liked it. I don't know. I just did it. Okay. I've only had crumpet once. Okay. I never went back and got another crumpet. Uh, let me see if I have any other questions in chat here. And I'll go to the, let me go to the post too. <clears throat> With cross-platform being the future of gaming and big, this is from David P., of gaming and big three being able to play together, do you think this will affect the competitive landscape for gaming? Microsoft already implemented mouse and keyboard support, so you don't, so you do see more of this, on more FPSs, including uh, PC into these cross plays, or should they also add separate lobby option for those who don't want to play with PC, similar to Gears, for those who don't want to play with that platform? This is a really interesting question. I don't think it's really ideal to be putting everybody together. That being said, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's what Fortnite does. When you're in a Fortnite competition, because I had played in one of the first Fortnite Pro-Ams, uh, actually the first Fortnite Pro-Am that was down in LA. I was playing with Jordan Fisher, and he no, he was on PC, but like Nick Merckx was sitting right in front of us. And he plays on controller. And they just throw everybody together. So the benefit to controller is that they do have aim assist. And I think you could... 
I think you could match people, although that game really is very building-focused. There's 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 advantages to being on mouse and keyboard. There's there, there could be a lot of mix there. I don't know. I don't really play competitively, so it'd probably be better to ask a truly competitive player in that field. Uh, but Fortnite's mixing them together, and that seems to be working okay. I do agree that just mixing people together is not the best idea. That's why I was saying earlier, like, if they do go cross-play with Modern Warfare, hopefully it is something. Because, like, in the general population of Fortnite, if you play on Xbox, you're not going to be matched with somebody on PC unless you're teamed with somebody on PC or somebody on a different platform. Then it'll put you into the pool of bigger, the bigger player pool. Uh, I personally think that we're going to see more of the direction of games going towards mouse and keyboard. I absolutely, I think once you start playing on it, at least for myself, I found the benefit to be just incredible. I had complete freedom with my turning radius. I was no longer limited. Like if I want to do 180, it was up to how fast my arm moves. It's not based on the sensitivity. I could still have a low sensitivity to get those long range sniper shots and then flick my arm to go around. I could more get more control with the recoil as well. There's a lot of different things to it. Now, that being said, I definitely miss aim assist. That was something I banked on all the time. Um, but yeah, throwing them together, I think that's the direction that things are going. Like you said, Microsoft implementing that. More games are implementing it, where you just plug your mouse and keyboard directly into the console, and then you can have that same experience, especially with the next generations of console coming out. Why not just have it so that they can plug that in and you don't even need to get a PC at that point. You can just use your console and play mouse and keyboard and start getting familiar with it at least before you want to play or before you can afford or whatever before you get a PC and get a full setup and then maybe that's the next direction that gaming that you go. Uh, but for competition, it is a little different. So I don't know. Yeah, well, the thing with the aimbot too is, uh, I think that's a. Actually, I don't know how difficult it is to do aimbot on console, but it seems like there's a ton of hackers and aimbot on PC. So maybe it would even be better to do that. Do that one. I I would agree. If you put them in a separate player pool, that'd probably be good. Um, Henry. M asks, uh, what's the easiest part of be of becoming a full-time streamer? I say there's a lot that's hard with it. I think the easiest part is that I'm far more driven every day to uh, want to show up and work versus what I was doing before, which, you know, I, I was doing that. I was doing that 7 to 5 every day, and I I was enjoying it for the most part. It was good. I was making a lot of progress at my at my previous job, so you know it was good. But when I finished school, I was the biggest thing on my mind when I was finishing school is I'm gonna finish this. I'm gonna do really good, so I <coughs> so I never have to do this again because <laughs> I did not want to do that again. Like I wanted to learn what I wanted to learn, and that's what's like. Now I can spend time to listen to books that I want to listen to rather than like a textbook because I have to do whatever. And I got the same feeling when I was at my other job too, but still now it's like, that's the best part is that, and some days like I'm too tired to do something. I don't want to do something. It's still like at the end of the day, I'm still doing something to, um, 
you know, provide for my family, to have kids someday. Like these are all things that I want to do. And so I have to figure out how to do that. That's insanely stressful and difficult, especially since this is my own thing. But I'd say that's the easiest part. I don't know. I, I there's not much that's really easy about it. <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh but it's it's more enjoyable, I'll say. You know, it's easier for me to show up. What are you most excited about for E3 reveal? We kind of talked about that a little bit. We'll see how that goes. Pipeline status, how's it going from Charles B. Seeing the best benefits from you. And the members, any timeline on reopening it? So we are planning. If you guys don't know, Pipeline is a company that I co-founded. Um, I am one of the owners of. I'm creating a lot of the, the the content for it. I'm the head of the content on it in terms of what we're providing to help educate and kind of become a voice in the streaming space in general. It's something that I think it was designed for people that want to, you know, figure out all of this content creation because it's such an entrepreneurial, it's such an individual thing, um, but there's not a lot of resources out there for it. And so we're trying to help with that as much as we can. It's been incredible. The community there has been awesome. See everybody come together. Uh, it, it's it's really been incredible and seeing seeing the value that we're adding. The timeline on it reopening, we're currently really continuing to build out the content on the inside. Um and we're working on more partnerships and we're working on a, a ton of different stuff and trying to prioritize where we're going with it at this point. So we're still a few months out from doing another launch to open it up to more people, but it's been awesome. Um, so keep an eye out for it. We'll keep talking about it and chatting, but it, it's been a lot of fun. And we also do do a uh, free weekly email. We've been doing that since the beginning of the year where I, you know, I, it's things that are on my mind or things that are being discussed with the, in the community or whatever, that's just a, a write-up of, um, you know, some of my advice, some of my tips or things that I might get from other people and we'll chat about, which you can sign up for now if you want to. But yeah, that's been, it's been awesome. So we're continuing to work on that, continue to develop on it. And I'm spending a ton of my days on it, but it's a ton of, it's a ton of fun. Uh, Bradley B says, what's your dream WoW character? I don't even know, man. I played, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be playing a WoW mage if you heard the podcast last week, that's what's that's what's up for the next few months. I'm so I'm so ready for that, man. It's gonna be a good chill game to to hang out on, to play, to grind on. Uh new card prequel requel. So many good questions. Bada bing. Thoughts of Sony skipping E3. What do you think that means? I, I mean, there's there's always different companies that are Barry G asked. I I don't know necessarily the specifics of it or why they might be. But there's always going to be more or less for them to do. And if you think about it, like if it's a $5 million production for them to do all of that, maybe they're going in the direction of just trying to wait and do a separate conference later if they're not ready for it in terms of whatever they want to post. Like why give yourself an arbitrary thing like that, If especially if it's Sony? I, I don't think it's that big of a deal, personally. Um, Cross-platform play, Brandon B., we talked about that quite a bit already. <clears throat> any uh Richard W asks any more Red Dead Online play now that it's out of beta. I did see it's out of beta. I have not gone back to play it. The thing for me is I just gone more and more away from console gaming to the point where like I <laughs> I just have not I've just not yeah it's not even plugged in at this point. So I'd have to do that and it's just 
I'm kind of, I'd rather get into doing more, um, virtual reality. That's kind of more of the space. And right now I don't have a lot of room in this studio. As you can see, it's pretty, pretty precisely positioned everything. If you're seeing this on my, uh, if you're watching the video version of this, it's pretty precise here. I don't have a lot of space to work with, especially if I bring the green screen down, then I really only have a few feet of space left here. It actually is something that longer term, I am planning to try and get a bigger space. So that way I can do be more freely, uh, you know, have a bigger space to work with. And that's that's on the list of things for sure. Reading through a bit more here. Do you think, uh, uh, Yannick H asked, do you think we need more competitive games? In my opinion, there's not really that much. I love the competitive games, but there's not really that much new. I think the hard thing right now is that with esports in general, it's such, it's in a state currently where it's, it's so divided in terms of like how many games there are. If there's basketball, football, soccer, there's only really a few big games that have been around for ages in terms of more standard sports, even chess or whatever it might be. Whereas with gaming, it's like every year there's a new Call of Duty. Call of Duty wants to be competitive, but every single year there's a new Call of Duty. So, I mean, like, how consistent can you be on that? And it's literally like a different rule set. You've got to explain everything again to the audience. It's hard to keep that going. So at this point, it's really much more of a marketing thing than it is a thing that everybody's super interested in. Um, I think there is interest in it, but like, for example, Fortnite is the best example. They put $100 million of their own money into the prize pool alone for Fortnite. That's not, you know, typically this comes from sponsors, advertising, teams, like other ways versus them putting up the money themselves. There's no like basketball I mean, they have an organization like the NBA. They do stuff as well. But you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a bigger... I don't think it's at that point. If anything, Fortnite's kind of like the beginning, the tipping point of this. But we'll see where it goes. Because I watch Fortnite competitive every once in a while. I don't even play Fortnite. I haven't play, Like, the last video I uploaded on it was like three months ago. You know? It's like, I, and I don't even stream it that much. But it is something that's like, I have an attachment to it now. And it's crazy to see the final game. Like, I'll at least watch the final game, see what's going on with it. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's got potential, but I think it's still trying to find the right way to do it in a lot of ways. Because right now, it seems, you know, it's really kind of more, and that's good, because if you have a $100 million in prize pool, there's going to be a lot of people playing, trying to get some of that cash money. You feel? Thoughts on the new Season 2? Apex Tyler BS talked about that quite a bit. Do you think the new battle Ray, uh, the new COD Modern Warfare should have a battle royale? Bob G asks. Potentially, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think it would be great personally, but they also have zombies to worry about. The thing with that game is it's so big now. They have so many different. Like they've got a campaign audience that loves the campaigns. The last Call of Duty didn't even have a campaign. This one will. The last one didn't have. Uh, or the last one had a battle royale. So there's like four different markets now within one game that they're trying to please. So. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, all right. A few more questions here, and then that's it. Um, haven't watched uh, Gary H. says, I haven't played Fortnite in a few months either. Always find myself watching it once or twice, though. 
Yeah, it's, it's one of those games, man. I mean, everybody, there's so many people that have a connection to it. That's similar to why I think it's going to be really interesting for World of Warcraft because so many people have a connection to it, but they didn't like the direction that the game went or whatever it was. It just fell off with it. And now it's going to be coming back. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of interest in it. That's why, you know, I'm, I'm excited to play it, do some content on that. You know, you can watch out for that. Come. Uh, let me see if there's any more questions here on the main post. Before we end it here, um, platform talked about that. As a streamer, Keon C asks, as a streamer, video games and gaming has become your job essentially, which is awesome. What was some of your fave COs? Other, oh, what was some of our fave CEOs, other hobbies and interests outside of gaming? Listen, man, when you're trying to do something like this, you don't have a lot of time. <laughs> I was straight, I was straight up, my hobby was my, or my hobby was this, like that was it. Uh, I basically just do that. You know, I lost, uh, I, I'm not super up to date with a lot of my friends, a lot of family and those types of things. I've gotten better at that now that this is now my full-time thing, but my... I do a couple, like I try and get out one day and do something that's with my wife. Like we do, we went to the coast for my birthday. We sometimes go to a couple new places in uh, Portland or go like we went to the Bonneville Dam, which is just over here. It's like a hour away a weekend ago. Try and do a couple things here and there, just explore a little bit. But I, you know, I like to, I like to do some stuff, but for the most part, it's pretty all-encompassing. So right now, and now I'm doing, you know, right now my hobby, it's like it's not even a hobby, but the other thing I'm doing is with Pipeline. So uh, for the most part, it's just kind of family stuff, just hanging out and you know, with the wife and whatnot. Nick W. asks, do you see yourself streaming and making content until you're able to retire or feel like you'll retire or want to retire comfortably? The thing is, like, I think it'd be awesome to retire and not have to stress about all this stuff all the time anymore. But even if I were to, like, let's say, like, 10 years from now, want to retire, because that's the thing, like, with this type of job, it's just like anything with entertainment. You don't know what's going to happen in the future. You don't know if you're going to get another deal. You don't know what's going to happen, if people are going to keep watching or whatever. So it's like you've got to figure all of that out now and make sure that you're set for the future. Uh, but even if, if this was something that just, like, it dies out in 5, 10 years, like, I'm having so much fun with it that uh this is like this is probably what i'd be doing you know i'm just that i'm just too much into gaming that's one of the reasons that i'm even doing this in the first place it's like all this stuff i have too much to talk about i have too much that i'm excited about like there's so much stuff that i just it's i'm too passionate about it to not do something like this 10 years from now i have no idea where i'm gonna be though so we'll see we'll see but i'm gonna keep pushing in this direction continue continuing to push pipeline trying to grow that and make that as as best as we can for as many people and um yeah, amongst a few other things that might uh, might be coming. We'll see. Maybe some uh, more merch brands and stuff. We'll see. <sighs> Lifting weights is a hobby. Yeah, I feel like that's... I don't know. I'm trying to shift that into... Yeah, I mean, I guess, I'm, yeah, I guess that's kind of a thing. That's true. I spend a few hours a week doing that. 
get the tar- guitar off the wall and start playing that. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't played that in so long. I, I've got a couple chords down. You know, I've got a couple basics, some uh, intros to songs that I that I remember still, but I, I haven't done it in a while. But, you know, once I find the time, next uh, 20 years, we'll, we'll get right on that. Don't you worry about it. Listen, we're going to be starting up a stream in a little bit, though. Hugely appreciate you guys listening in. Also, if you want to go ahead, give it a review over on uh, iTunes specifically. I don't know where else you can review it, but if you include your handle there as well, I've been reading some great ones that I want to share. I don't know if people want me to reshare them or not, though, but if you're down to do that, I'd be happy to share a couple of those out. You guys have been incredible supporting the podcast and everything. Again, this is going to be something we're going to start doing every other week going forward, so that way we can keep it a little bit more paced. We can keep the content flowing, maybe more scheduled, bring on some guests, and if you guys have any ideas for guests as well, I think that would be a ton of fun just to talk about gaming, what's going on, uh, with the stuff that we're playing, hanging out and enjoying, especially with E3 and all that stuff. It would be awesome. Hugely appreciate you guys listening. Check out all my stuff if you want to. Otherwise, we'll be back with another podcast, so make sure you're subscribed. That's for this one. Stoneman64, over and out.